during Holy Week each year, I try to set aside some time to watch a few religious movies to get me focused on the core message of this powerful week. This year I watched The Passion of Christ, written and directed by Mel Gibson. Gosh, I forgot how violent and brutal that movie was. For those of you who don't remember it or never saw it, the movie came out in 2004 with great controversy because of its extreme violent depiction of the crucifixion. James Cavazil played the role of Jesus And he went through some strange personal incidents in the making of the movie, including getting struck by lightning. But in any case, as I watched it again this week, I was again shocked by the violence, the extreme and brutal violence. I thought to myself, was it as bad as this movie depicted? How could they do this to any human being? And yet... It's true they did. In fact, the Romans crucified thousands of people every week at that time. They wanted the cross to be feared by all people of the empire. They wanted the cross to be a terrifying aspect of it. And that roads to Rome were lined with those who had betrayed the Roman Empire. So when we hear this gospel proclaimed today, it is not hard to be moved to tears about the treatment of our Jesus, the Son of God. There are two things that struck me when I was watching this movie this time round. The actions of the religious leaders at the time and the inaction of Jesus and God. The religious leaders were determined to have their way. They went to extreme lengths to get what they wanted, convincing Pilate, Herod and the crowds to follow their demands to have Jesus crucified and removed from their lives permanently. How could religious leaders get it so wrong? How could they be so blind, so blind to the suffering? Why were they so cold-hearted in the face of such brutality? Why couldn't they stop the bloodshed? Yet I saw this movie, I was drawn to the current brutality in Ukraine. I looked at the mangled bodies on the streets of Bucha after the withdrawal of the Russian soldiers. And I see the complete destruction of Mariupol. I think to myself, the brutality is still happening today. Christ is still being crucified in the Ukrainian bodies today and indeed in many other places of violence and destruction throughout the whole world. Yes, it was hard to watch the movie, but maybe even harder to witness it's still happening in our world. I think how how can Putin and his generals be so cold-hearted? How can the religious leaders of Russia be so blind to the suffering? How can they get it so wrong? I think there was a, why can't we stop this bloodshed? And then I think how often I am blind to suffering those around me. How often I insist on my own way. 
how I can be cold-hearted in my own smaller ways. I suspect you and I have turned a blind eye more than once. We may not have nailed somebody to the cross. We may not have whipped somebody and taken their flesh off. We've had our dark moments. We've had our moments of weakness. We've turned away from the suffering of others, maybe all too often. Then on the other hand, what was Jesus' and God's response? Silence. Repeatedly, Jesus responds to his questions with silence. Here's the Son of God who could do all things and he is silent. Why? And what's God's response to Jesus' plea? For help? Silence. Why so much silence in the midst of such brutality? It's hard to fathom. God's silence amid the suffering. But God does not abandon Jesus on the cross. Rather, he suffers with him till his last breath. Yes, silence is his initial response or outward response. But it was not his violent final response. God's final response happens on Easter. It is the resurrection. But for now, on Good Friday, we are left to ponder that silence and the suffering and our role in the suffering of others and our silence. We are called to trust his silence and know that he accompanies us and that we are called to accompany others. Think for a moment in your own life of a moment that you're least proud of. Some moment when you said something or did something that not only you're ashamed of, but maybe even the mere thought of it now makes you sick. Nobody else may even know this moment except you. You may have never even thought about it at this very moment. There's a part of us that gets sick when we think of our moments of weaknesses. Maybe it's the time you said to your spouse that you despise the sight of Or the time you said to your parent, I hate you. Or the time you rejected someone who came to you in their time of need. Or there was a multitude of other things you might have said or done in the heat of the moment. As we come forward to venerate the cross today, may we think of those moments when we were our weakest selves, when we said or did something that hurt another person, or when we have been blind to the suffering of others and remain cold-hearted to their plight, or when we did not get involved for the fear of our own discomfort, May we come forward now and venerate and let the cross heal us of our sins and our wounds. May we also contemplate the many times that God has remained silent to our screams for help in our suffering. May we know that God's silence can be trusted. That we will rede- God will redeem us through our suffering. We trust the silence and know that there is 
that he is there in the midst of our suffering. He does not abandon us. He suffers with us. He will resurrect us from our deepest and darkest moments and we can trust his silence. Maybe we can be there for somebody else's silence and be the healing presence of Christ.